Ben Sean Clifford for the Central Michigan game? I think so. Why the sixth-year senior should get the day off on Saturday, how it benefits Penn State, and scouting Central Michigan. What to know about the Chippewas? It's all on this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Nittany Lions your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am your host, Zach Seiko. I don't have a crossover for today, so I'm going to act as the Central Michigan expert, go through the team, what they've done, what kind of system they set up, key players to know, how they match up, and where Penn State can really expose them. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the the keys for Penn State to really take this game right from the get-go and put it to rest immediately, and which players you should expect for the Nittany Lions to step up and key matchups for them. That is all tomorrow, but today is the official Central Michigan Chippewa preview as Penn State is number 14, welcoming in Central Michigan as a now 28-point favorite, courtesy of betonline.net. But we'll start the show with this. Yes, Sean Clifford should not play against Central Michigan. Do I think that's going to happen? No. But I think that he should get the day off, kick his feet up, get a, get a rest. This is another MAC opponent. Central Michigan is not going to offer too much resistance. Strictly, this is really a good game for all of the other quarterbacks to get some time. Drew Aller, I don't think, got enough time against Ohio. I was surprised that they brought him in as early, and I said, hey, you know, this might be a good idea later on. Give him the keys to the car, let him go from snap one, and let him command the offense with the starters again. From start to not necessarily finish. This is actually very beneficial for Christian Veyer and Bo Prabula. I want to see reps from all three. Get Drew Aller in the game to start the first half. See how it goes. I, I think, it, and if it's a back and forth a little bit and Penn State needs some time to get into its groove, I have no problem with him playing the full game. And you still have Sean Clifford in an emergency case where Central Michigan does get up for this game. But the way that Penn State performed with Drew Aller in at quarterback against Ohio doesn't leave me with any doubt that Penn State will handle this if Veyer's back there, even Bo Prabula. Get Drew Aller, the start, burn his red shirt. He's already, he will have appeared in four games, burn the red shirt, get it started right from the get-go, and give Sean Clifford some rest. My plan would be allow Aller to have the entire first half Give Veyer the third quarter and maybe even half of the fourth quarter and get Bo Prabula some important reps. This is a game where you can do that. It's nothing against Central Michigan. They're just a smaller program, a smaller team. They're out of the MAC. They were co-champs out of the West Division last year. But against a Power 5 Big Ten school, this is just not the game for them. It's a learning experience. It's a set-up MAC play this year. I want to see Christian Veyer continue to get better to be a solid number three guy. And I even want to see Bo Prabula in this game. He's supposed to be the next Trace McSorley. That's what everyone's compared him to. He He's more mobile than a guy like Drew Aller. 
when all said and done, I know this is a conversation probably for the offseason, but I anticipate the quarterback depth chart next year to start with Drew Aller and then Bo Prabula. Unfortunately, I don't think Christian Veyer is going to be in the quarterback room next year. He is too good to sit behind Aller. He can go play somewhere else and probably at a bigger school than you would think. But maybe he continues to battle. Maybe he sticks around the fight. It's just it's very difficult when you have a five-star quarterback that already jumped up in the depth chart to number two. So I anticipate that Bo Prabula will be that next guy up, and this is a game where you can get him experience. You don't have to worry about burning his red shirt. You are really having quite the season if you are down to your fourth-string quarterback and you have to burn his red shirt at some point. Get him this game. That's why they changed the red shirt policy to four games. Get him this appearance. Get him the experience so that he can start planning for next season and beyond when it's when he's basically the number two next year. So Sean Clifford doesn't need to play in this game. What does he have left to prove? Aside from the fact that it's important to get the young guys reps, I've heard people talk to me and say, well, Sean Clifford needs the tape for the NFL and the draft and scouts. He's got plenty of tape. They're not watching Central Michigan 2022 to see what Sean Clifford did in the first half. They're looking at Auburn, they're looking at Ohio State, Michigan, Minnesota, etc. They're going to look at those games for the good and the bad, the games where he performed the best and the games where he was a little questionable at times. They want to see all of that. He does not need tape from Central Michigan. He has nothing left to prove. A six-year quarterback at Penn State who's shown me just about everything he has in his arsenal. I do not need to see more film of Sean Clifford. He has nothing left to prove at this point against the Chippewas of Central Michigan. I just, I'm in the boat of you give him some rest. He's taken some hard hits. The argument that I've been presented for giving Sean Clifford too much rest is that he'll get cold and he won't be ready. I don't think that's the case. When you're a six-year veteran in college, I don't think that Sean Clifford's just going to cool off. You have Northwestern, the following Saturday. That's a good game to get back into it. Then you have a bye week, and then Michigan. Heck, bench him against Northwestern. I really don't see the Wildcats as a threat. Now, I'm kidding about that because Big Ten conference play is very important. You let him play the full game unless you absolutely blow out Northwestern. Then you can get some backups, the the reps they need. But this is a game that Sean Clifford does not need to start. The final reason why I think Clifford shouldn't play in this game is is because you just avoid that fluke injury in a game that is a tune-up, a game that doesn't affect the Big Ten Championship in any sort of manner. This is a game that you should win. Again, something crazy really would need to happen for Penn State to even be in a close one in this matchup. You just avoid that potential injury. You just don't want to look back and say, like, wow, you know, we really should have thought about pulling him earlier or maybe not playing him against Central Michigan. That was really... Not the place to play him. Sean Clifford should not play against Central Michigan. He will play, though, and I don't blame Penn State for sticking with their six-year veteran, but he really should have the day off with how much it could benefit the quarterbacks in the room and just avoiding any seriously poor outcome. Plus, he doesn't need to play in this game. It's not going to change his NFL outcome. I expect him to play the first half 
and then that's it. Unless this game is for some reason 7 to 10 points at the end of the first half, Sean Clifford will be yanked, he'll get the hook, and then Drew Aller will probably play all of the third and some of the fourth before Christian gets in. I do want to see Bo Prabula. I want it to be that point where Bo Prabula comes in. If you want to give each quarterback a quarter, by all means do it. But really, if I'm making the call, Sean Clifford doesn't need to play in this game. Remember when winning felt easy? That's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production, what some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? Want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It has also been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total Tea boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner with more energy and drive, and more passion too. Your partner will notice the difference. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text COLLEGE to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text COLLEGE to 231231. That's COLLEGE to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. It's Locked On Nittany Lions. We preview Central Michigan next. This is the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. I'm your host, Zach Seiko. Sean Clifford should not play on Saturday. I know the coaching staff's not going to agree with me. Sean Clifford's not going to agree with me. And that's fine. Uh, They're working the job. I'm not. But I I say give him a break. He's earned it after six years. They're going up against the Chippewas of Central Michigan out of the MAC Conference. Penn State is a 28-point favorite now, courtesy of Bet Online. They opened up as a 26.5-point favorite. That number's now moved. The over was also at 60.5. Now it's 63. So it looks like the Sharps are expecting a lot of points in this game. The Chippewas are led by head coach Jim McElwain. And a little bit of background about him. 2008 to 2011, he was the Alabama offensive coordinator. Uh, Then he was the head coach at Colorado State, 2012 to 2014. Turned in some good seasons, was able to parlay that into the Florida head coaching job, if you remember that, from 2015 to 2017. Didn't win enough. Had some success, but not enough success that Florida liked. They decided to let him go for one season. He was the wide receivers coach at Michigan. Then found his way into the MAC. From 2019 on, as the head coach of Central Michigan, he was the MAC coach of the year in his first season in 2019. And just last year, McElwain and Central Michigan finished the 2021 season with a 9-4 record. They finished as co-champions of the MAC West Division, as I mentioned earlier. They did lose the tiebreaker to Northern Illinois, who defeated the Chippewas 39-38. to you got to feel bad. Down to one point, and you don't win the title because of it. Central Michigan would go on to defeat Washington State in the Sun Bowl by a score of 24-21. to So this is a team that shouldn't be underestimated across college football, but they are a MAC team. And Power 5 schools, we saw what Oklahoma State did to them. 
They're one and two this season. So that's 2021 and before that. But just to provide some background for this game against Penn State. They're one and two, haven't played a conference game yet. They lost at Oklahoma State 58 to 44, lost to South Alabama at home. And that was actually one I was really surprised at, just kind of keeping a little bit of tabs on Central Michigan. 38 to 24 was the final. And then they beat Bucknell in state school. Okay. 41 to nothing. But at the end of the first half, seven to nothing was the score. Seven to nothing to Bucknell. You blow him out in the second half, that's fine, it looks great. Bucknell ended up losing its quarterback to an injury, had to make a change, and nothing was really the same from there. But Central Michigan's defense benefited from it. Defense is going to be later on in the show. We'll start with the offense. They got a new offensive coordinator in Paul Petrino, and that name probably sounds familiar because that is Bobby Petrino's son. Bobby Petrino... Disgraced head coach, if you look at him in a certain way, Uh, most notably for his time at Arkansas, had a stint at Louisville. Now he's the head coach at Missouri State, FCS school, which actually almost beat Arkansas just last week in Arkansas. They didn't win. They came up short, but that's besides the point. This is his son, the offensive coordinator of Central Michigan, Paul Petrino. Where the offense is really good is in the backfield. When you look up bell cow in the dictionary, you get Lou Nichols III. He led the nation in rushing in 2021. That's right, led the football bowl subdivision in rushing yards head 1,848 and yards per game, which was 142.2. He led the nation's in, nation in carries, like I said, bell cow, 341, was tied ninth nationally in rushing touchdowns with 16, tied for 11th in total touchdowns, 18. He also caught 40 passes for 338 yards and ranked first in all-purpose yards with 2,186. And he was named the MAC Conference Offensive Player of the Year and first-team All-MAC honors. This is where the offense starts and ends, with a guy who's able to handle this kind of workload. And he's only a sophomore. Oh, this isn't a redshirt senior using the COVID year. This is a guy that right out of the gate was ready to go. He's going to be one of those guys that they look at and say, yeah, this is a day three pick where he should be really good in the the NFL when he's eventually drafted, and then a team will develop him, and then maybe he works out. But right now, he's already showed that he can handle this kind of work. Central Michigan also benefits from having sophomore quarterback Daniel Richardson returning. Very efficient. A guy that threw 24 touchdowns to six interceptions last year. And so far this year, seven touchdowns to two interceptions, 889 passing yards this season. To have Richardson and Nichols III back in your two key positions when this is your kind of offense is crucial for Central Michigan, especially when everything plays out in the MAC. But again, this is a game that Penn State should beat up on them. Speaking of being beat up, Central Michigan is a little banged up at the wide receiver position. Senior Dallas Dixon, the team's second leading receiver from 2021, is out for the remainder of the year due to a shoulder injury, and that's a lot of who a lot of people were high on coming into this season, saying that he was going to be the best target. Carlos Carrier, the team's third leading receiver this season, is questionable this week after having his wisdom teeth removed. 
considered day to day. I imagine that he would play, but I don't know for sure. That just that stinks in the middle of the season. At receiver last year, this is probably the biggest concern for Central Michigan. Khalil Pimpleton and Ja'Cory Sullivan were their two leading receivers in either yards or touchdowns. They're both gone. So the fact that you have injuries to Dixon and Carrier, how is Richardson going to get the ball anywhere against Penn State? Furthermore, the offensive line, which was a big key part to last year's success, lost two starters, two key offensive linemen, one of which was a second-round pick in the NFL draft. That's Bernard Raymond. So the offense has a new offensive coordinator. Yes, you have your quarterback and your running back, but you lose all your top targets. So where Richardson was really good last year, does that mean he's going to struggle against a Power 5 school in Penn State when you have none of your top targets, not even any from your top four available in this game? And with Penn State's secondary being shut down, that probably doesn't spell for any good reason. A defensive line that should offer a lot of pressure on Saturday, and then a secondary that's just going to be a blanket all across the day against second and third string wide receivers at Central Michigan. I don't think it spells much good fortune for Central Michigan. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. And Penn State is currently now a 28-point favorite, and the total is at 63, according to betonline.net. When we come back here on this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions, we'll talk defense and how Central Michigan plans to try to stop Penn State. This is Locked On Nittany Lions, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Nittany Lions, your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I am your host, Zach Seiko. We started off the show with my case for benching Sean Clifford and not letting him see any of the field against Central Michigan to allow the young guys to get a lot of extra work. And then we started previewing what Central Michigan has offensively relative to a MAC conference type of competition. Now it's time to talk about the defense for Central Michigan and how they plan to try to stop Penn State. I'm going to start with this. Central Michigan allowed 58 points to Oklahoma State, 38 points to South Alabama. They did shut out Bucknell, but Bucknell lost its starting quarterback to injury. Game was 7 to nothing at the end of the first half. They benefited from that injury. Central Michigan allows a lot of points. Defensive coordinator Rob Akey's in his fourth season, but this is just a team that really just isn't any good on defense. They're just not. And that's why you've seen the total go from 60 to 63. They were one of the worst rated defenses in the country when they were heading into the season. Probably the biggest thing that Central Michigan struggles with is the big play. 
And Penn State head coach James Franklin likes to emphasize the big play, and that's one of his, did we win the turnover battle? Did we win the big play battle? Penn State's going to win the big play battle 99 times out of 100 when they play this team. They are just not good at limiting explosive plays. I don't know if this is scheme. They run a base 4-3 defense. I don't know if it has to do with players. Uh, They were bad at this last year. And then couple that with all of the talent they lost on defense. So the things that they were bad at last year, that's going to be magnified this year for Central Michigan. Uh, One guy just to keep an eye on, undisclosed injury situation, but Laquan Johnson, defensive lineman, might be out for this game. Uh, He's been unavailable so far this season. He's probably going to continue to miss. Central Michigan benefited a lot from strong defensive line play. Defensive ends Troy Hairston and Amir Sadiq are not back, and they combined for 12 sacks a year ago and had a bunch of tackles for a loss. That production can't be duplicated. Those two left a lot of talent behind, and I don't know that Central Michigan is going to have an answer at all this season for those guys alone. Now, they've seen good play. Thomas Incombe gets brought up a lot. He's the defensive end, played in a rotational role last year. Obviously, when you have guys like Hairston and Sadiq, uh, he's going to. But that's how good he was to factor into the game, even though you have veteran guys already at his position. Good last year. He already has three sacks this year. He leads the team in sacks. Michael Heldman, the other defensive lineman, has one and a half sacks. And then you have a few other guys that have half sacks along the defensive line. But Incombe is the guy that you want to keep an eye on for the Central Michigan defense. Six foot four, pretty lean for a defensive lineman at six foot four. His problem is, though, we've heard criticisms that he's really good at making the big play. Strangely enough, he is also good at disappearing at points in the game. So if he gets really fatigued, if he gets worn down, Penn State should be able to push him off the ball and get some explosive plays. So if you like Nicholas Singleton scoring 50-yard touchdowns against Ohio and against Auburn, you're going to love it when he does it again this Saturday against Central Michigan because the defensive line was an asset last year, and now it's still capable, but only because of guys like Thomas Incombe. And again, he just disappears at points in the ball game. So that's a big benefit for Penn State. The the running backs should feast. You might see an 80-yard touchdown in this game from a running back in the secondary. They lost a big name safety for them last year. Alonzo McCoy was a key player in this defense. He's not back. And it just allows Penn state to carry on that balance. Like I said, benching Sean Clifford for this game does a lot for your quarterback room. I really want to see Bo Prabula in this game. That is what I'm going to be rooting for against this central Michigan team. Offense, They have some good skilled position guys, but not anything to match up against Penn State. Penn State's going to sell out for the run. Central Michigan is not shy about handing the ball off to Lou Nichols, the third. He ran it 341 times last year. They're going to keep doing that, and Penn State will sell out for it. The defense, not good at limiting the big play, and I think that's where Penn State will turn to. They'll use some play action. They'll break off some big runs. I think what will happen is Penn State will break off some big runs. Central Michigan says, okay, now we'll have to really sell out for it. Play action fake right over the top. Boom, Keandre Lambert-Smith. Big touchdown play. This should be a good day for Penn State and a noon kickoff on Saturday. 
My prediction, Penn State 59, Central Michigan 10. I think that with rotating some of the backups in late in the game, that Penn State will allow a late touchdown. With the way that Central Michigan can move the football with the ground game, I think they'll be able to get in field goal range at some point in the first half. Penn State might be able to cover the total themselves at 63. This Central Michigan defense is rated 124th in the FBS. The Penn State starters, the Penn State second string, third string, will be able to compete against the number ones for Central Michigan, and that's just kind of what kind of game it is bringing in another MAC opponent. I think they'll be fine when they get into conference play, the Chippewas, but this is just not a game that they should they should be a factor in. Penn State wins 59 to 10. My final score prediction. Honestly, they might even score more. That means they cover the spread, and that total will definitely go over. One last thought on this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Again, my name is Zach Seiko. Thanks so much for listening. The keys for Penn State are tomorrow on Locked On Nittany Lions.